0: Welcome to Amusing. I'm Diego. Today's episode Two Things. being completely honest with ourselves there's nothing in life that we can hold on to or control for very long you can work your butt off to buy some material possession like a car or some big ticket item and it doesn't matter if you buy the best of brands the highest of models something will eventually run out run slower need maintenance go out of fashion or just become obsolete in some way Even the things that we hold dearest and the things we protect the most can be taken away or damaged by others. Or in the case of experiences, the most lavish vacation, let's say, will eventually come to an end. Even when we have the means to extend an experience, it loses its novelty and we can't hang on to that initial feeling. It's like trying to grasp water in your hand. But... There are a couple of things that are about as close as we can possibly get to having control over something. And how you use them can mean the difference between a more fulfilled life or an unhappy one. These two things are your time and your attention. Let me explain what I mean by each of these. By time, I mean the immediate present. I don't mean the idea of the past or the future. After all, the past is nothing more than data, memory stored in the computer that is our brain. And the future is an abstract idea that we can make our best prediction about, but can never truly know it'll play out exactly as we've envisioned and planned. You know, 2020, anyone? By attention, I mean what you're focusing on in the present time what your mind is actually processing and computing right now. Charles Caleb Colton, a writer, said, the present time has one advantage over every other. It is our own. As you can probably deduce by now, time and attention go hand in hand in most cases. Although sometimes we trick ourselves into thinking we're actually focused on one thing that we're spending time on when we're actually not. Have you um, have you ever driven distracted, distracted by your phone or the things you're listening to in your car or maybe by the conversation you're having with someone in the car? Have you noticed that you lose complete notion of the distance that you've traveled, and then when your attention finally returns to the actual act of driving, you realize how long you've gone without being truly aware of the road? In those moments, you might say you've been driving your vehicle, but is that what you were actually focused on? If something unexpected crossed your path during that stretch of time that your mind was more focused on something else, what could have happened? Those shifts in focus on the road have cost many people their lives or the lives of others. So there's a story we tell ourselves about how we're using our time. And then there's the reality. That reality is what I'd like you to think a little bit deeper about right now. Imagine for a second that your time and your attention are a type of currency that we each possess, and we're actively giving those riches away to something or someone. And once we give it, we can't take it back, no matter what Doc Brown and Marty McFly taught us back in the 80s. Once your time and your attention have been given, they're gone archived like so many memories in our mind or the minds of others so how are you actively spending these two things do the activities things and people you spend your time and attention on make you feel like you're making an investment and i don't mean that in a selfish way like you need to get something in return for the time you've given to something or someone but rather is it resulting in something positive and worthwhile for you or for someone else Even if it's some form of entertainment, is it adding to your existence or someone else's? Are you learning something from the time and attention you've given away? Did you grow as a result? Are you happier? Was a relationship strengthened or nurtured? Was someone's need met? Did anything come of it? And I want to be clear. I'm not advocating that you need to be consistently wired or doing something with a profound purpose in mind all the time but if the majority of what you surrender your time and attention to is giving you nothing in return, you may want to rethink that investment. I mean, go have fun. Enjoy yourself. Time you enjoy wasting is not wasted time. Enjoy this world and what it has to offer, but make sure to balance out the times of empty distraction and entertainment with something that feeds your mind and soul. If you've got an ideal social life but still feel a void when you lay your head down at night, make inventory of what you've been giving away your time and attention to, and maybe do some course correction. Leisure can only take you so far when it comes to, you know, deep satisfaction, and you'll be surprised how much it can add to your sense of satisfaction in life to feed your inner self after long seasons of neglecting it. Let's talk about things, objects, possessions. I've embraced a more minimalistic take on the stuff that I own in recent years, and it was a relief to get rid of much of that stuff that I possessed but never really used. It allowed me to only invest my money and effort in acquiring things that I actually use and that add value to my life. So, you know, it's not a matter of not owning things, but the key thing here is that if any of those things we acquire ever start to dominate our time, it's time to reevaluate our investment in them. There's this verse in the Christian Bible from the Apostle Paul that always spoke to me a lot. It's in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. It says, All things are lawful to me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Now, there's a broader point that the Apostle Paul is trying to make in that chapter regarding Jewish law and the Christian faith. But the spirit of that particular verse specifically is a very powerful one. Do anything... But know that not all things are helping you or adding to your life. You can do anything, but make sure that nothing that you're doing is dominating you. Instead, have it be the other way around. And then there's the people in our lives. And this one's a bit tricky, right? Many people live their lives with an almost subconscious idea that there are some people that they just have to give their time and attention to. It could be because they're family, and if they're family, well, you gotta put up with them no matter how mentally numb and emotionally exhausted you walk away from each encounter with them, but do you really have to give them your precious time and attention? And even if circumstances don't allow you to be apart from that toxic individual, do you have to engage with them when they try to engage with you? The answer to most of these scenarios is no. The truth is that toxic family relationships are one of the biggest traps human beings fall into. Blood ties seem to supersede individual well-being in some cases. And that's simply not right. Try these three steps when you can. First, make a written, or at the very least, a mental inventory of what you spend your time and attention on any given day. Break it down by the 24 hours in the day if you need to. How much time is spent sleeping, how much working, how much being entertained, how much learning, how much feeding your soul, how much on the people you care about, how much on a hobby or pastime, how much helping others. Second, evaluate if when you're seemingly giving your time to that activity, thing or person, you're actually giving your attention as well. You might be fooling yourself on this point and not getting the most out of that time. Third, evaluate if you should cut back or cut out something from that list. Think about any toxic activities or people. These should be the first things to reevaluate. Think also of what you own that adds absolutely nothing to your life. Reevaluate. Question. You'd be surprised by the tremendous difference it can make to shed activities, things, and people that add nothing but negativity to your existence. Make sure you're exchanging your time and attention for something that will result in growth, peace, joy, prosperity, happiness, better relationships. Protect your time and attention, friends. Value them. Remember, once you give them, you can't take them back. And, perhaps the most important thing, they are not infinite. They're a finite resource because our time on this earth is finite. And that shouldn't be a depressing thought. That should just make these two resources that much more valuable to you. You can start with at least one change, then a second, then a third. It'll be worth the effort because your time and your attention are the only two things that are really, truly yours. Let me know how that goes, and let me know what you think. You can write me at contactamusing at gmail.com. Subscribe or follow so you don't miss the next episode. And please, share this message with someone who needs to hear it. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and anywhere else you can find podcasts. I'll catch you in the next episode, friends.